This weekend's bringing awards contenders. Can you find the wolves in this picture? And the absurd. I was told to act more human-like. To be human is to avoid work. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch this weekend, Friday, October 20th to Sunday, October 22nd. We are counting down the weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. It seems J.K. Rowling would rather do time in Azkaban than refer to transgender women as women. The Harry Potter author has again voiced her controversial opinions on the transgender community and the use of pronouns. This time, she posted a photo on social media that featured the text, quote, Repeat after us, trans women are women. In response, she wrote, No. When a commenter seemed to reference a report on the UK's Labour Party working to incorporate transphobic abuse, including referring to someone with a pronoun they do not use, under hate crime legislation that would make offenses punishable by up to two years of imprisonment, Rowling essentially said she'd serve her time, writing on X, formerly known as Twitter, quote, I'll happily do two years if the alternative is compelled speech and forced denial of the reality and importance of sex. Bring on the court case, I say. It'll be more fun than I've ever had on a red carpet. Rowling first faced backlash for her beliefs in 2020 when she criticized an op-ed that used the phrase, people who menstruate. Rowling has continued to double down on her stance on gender despite pushback. And apparently, people really like watching exploding genitalia, puppet massacres, and the like. Amazon announced Thursday that, after rising to the top of the charts with the first half of its first season, the boys' college set spinoff, Gen V, has been renewed for season two. A writer's room with showrunner Michelle Fazekas already launched earlier this year, and executive producer Eric Kripke, who leads the ever-growing Boys Verse, confirmed in a statement with Fazekas that, quote, the writers are already working on the new season. Gen V continues to stream on Prime Video every Friday. The season one finale is set to drop November 3rd. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. We are kicking off this weekend's picks with the season three premiere of Upload. Now, last season finished in a flurry of high-tech twists. Nathan, played by Robbie Amell, breaks up with Ingrid after discovering she's not really dead. She's faked her death so she can join him in his digital afterlife. Meanwhile, the nefarious Freond company began offering a free version of its Upload service that gives people an afterlife like Nathan's. But that wound up being a voter fraud scheme to control election outcomes in swing states. Still with us? So, Nathan managed to download back into the real world but showed signs that his new body might not be long for this world. You know, the, the real one, not the afterlife where he'd been stored. Anyway, it was a complicated, twisting finale that leaves a lot to be resolved this season. Here's a trailer for the new installment in which there are now multiple Nathans wandering the real world. Did you guys hook up? Was it everything you thought it would be? She seems like a bit of a pillow princess. Let's just say we had an amazing connection. How long have you been downloaded? 26 days. So what are you doing here? Rayon's killed hundreds of innocent people. We're gonna break in and shut it down. I have a plan. Promise me you won't say anything. The more people that know about it, the more dangerous it is. Oh no, 
no, no, no. He's nowhere in the system. So I rebooted him from a backup copy. There is another you living in Lakeview. Do you think this is identity theft? This means I have a second chance to do things right. New Nathan doesn't remember breaking up with me. For someone who has great skin, you do a lot of concealing. Two Nathans, one Nora. Never fantasized about this before. It's not like it's cheating, it's just your boyfriend six months ago. Back when he was a little more into you. It's not a miracle I think that your girl is hanging with my fake dude. No, it's just crazy for me to be jealous of me. Everybody's jealous of you. You're like Gaston times 50 million, but good and hotter. So, Nora and Nathan finally got together, at least finally got together in the real world. But it appears that having two Nathans isn't just confusing for people trying to explain what happens in this wildly twisting futuristic comedy. It is also confusing for Nathan, his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend, and just about everyone else. The first two episodes of Upload's new season will be uploaded and ready to stream today on Amazon Prime Video. This time, it's personal. In the season one finale of Bosch Legacy, our number four pick, viewers were hit with a massive cliffhanger when rookie cop Maddie Bosch was abducted from her apartment, leaving her fate unknown. But season two picks up right where the action left off, with former LAPD detective Harry Bosch, played as always by Titus Welliver, willing to do whatever it takes to find his daughter. Here's a preview. Harry? Maddie's been taken. I need your help. Well, come in. Come in. What do you mean she's been taken? Casey was in with a serial rapist. Cops are calling him the screen cutter. I think he has. Oh, God. When? Last night. When's the last time you spoke with her? Uh, not, not last night. The night before. On the phone? Her place. I went to see her. You had to be watching her. Casey in her place. Getting her routine down. Executive producer Henrik Bastin recently told EW that the first two episodes of season two will focus on Maddie's kidnapping and function almost like a self-contained movie, while also setting up the rest of the 10-episode season, which is loosely based on Michael Connelly's 2015 novel, The Crossing. Did you see anything when you went there? Anything at all? There, there was someone in the courtyard when I went in, a, a man, I, I, I saw him when I was at her front door. I, I mean, I just assumed it was another tenant, a neighbor out for a smoke. I didn't really pay any attention to him. He was smoking? Yes. Do you think you could identify him if you saw him again? Maybe. Is this what happened in the other cases? Did he abduct his victims? No, we don't know why he took Maddie, but there's a reason he broke his M.O. Jerry, I have a witness who saw a guy outside Maddie's apartment building the night before. He was skiing her place. We did a canvas of the whole complex. Nobody saw anything. It's Honey Chandler. She was visiting Maddie, saw the guy. You need to set her up with a composite artist as soon as possible. Wait a minute, wait, Harry. How does she know it was the guy? She doesn't, but I do. I'll set it up. The first four episodes of Bosch Legacy are streaming now on Amazon Freebie. As if the students at our number three pick couldn't endure more death and mayhem, that is exactly what they're getting. 
The Spanish Netflix drama Elite is back for its seventh season, this time with some new students, but also some of them gone. After all, that last scene of season six involved a drive-by shooting outside the school. The big question is, who survived? And Omar is a large focus of season seven. He has returned to Las Encinas to face his guilt over Samuel's death. This new installment will, of course, deliver on the relationship drama we have come to expect from Elite, but also get ready for a deep dive into how these young adults are dealing with the many traumas they have experienced in recent years. Season 7 of Elite is streaming now on Netflix. Trivia. It's trivia time! On Fear the Walking Dead, a show we will talk more about shortly, Garrett Dillahunt and Keith Carradine play a father and son, John Dory and John Dory Sr. However, this is not the first time they've appeared on a show together. On which show did Dillahunt's character murder Carradine's? Was it The Wire, Fargo, or Deadwood? Stick around for that answer, as well as our top two picks and soundbite of the week. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Thelonious monk Ellison is facing down the consequences of his own actions in the upcoming movie American Fiction. The serious novelist, played by Jeffrey Wright, is fed up with companies benefiting from black entertainment that leans into cliched and offensive stereotypes. So, he uses a pen name to write an over-the-top novel that he thinks is sending up what they want. Only a publisher does want the book, and he might have a hit on his hands in our soundbite of the week, which comes from the new trailer for American Fiction. Have a listen. We believe Mr. Lee has written a bestseller. It's a joke. The most lucrative joke you've ever told. Now, is Stag a pseudonym? Yeah. Mr. Lee can't use his real name. Is this based on your actual life? Yeah, you think some college boy can come up with that No, no. No, I don't. This movie is the feature directorial debut of Cord Jefferson, and it also stars Tracy Ellis Ross, Issa Rae, and Sterling K. Brown. It'll hit theaters this December. Number two. Fear of the Walking Dead, our number two pick this weekend, shocked audiences when it brought Madison Clark back from the dead for its final season. The zombie spinoff is doubling down on death-defying acts by reaching even deeper into its past with the return of another familiar face, one who just happened to be bludgeoned with a hammer. Here's a bit of the trailer for the final season. There's a fight coming. We don't have enough firepower. I got people to protect. 
gonna help you. Save Padre. Madison, been a while. Troy. They're dead. They are his army. We're outnumbered. You're outgunned. This doesn't end well. Why are you doing this? You took everything from me. I'm just doing the same for you. So, Troy Otto, last seen way back in season three on the receiving end of Madison's hammer swing, is back for vengeance. But how, you ask, is he still alive after taking repeated blows to the face? Beats us, but he is sure to complicate Madison's plans to reunite the kids she abducted with their parents. That is just one of the subplots stirring as Fear the Walking Dead wraps up its eight-season run with a final batch of episodes that begin this Sunday at 9 on AMC and streaming on AMC+. Martin Scorsese is back with a chilling new crime drama that is already sparking awards buzz. Adapted from David Grant's best-selling book, Killers of the Flower Moon, our number one pick this weekend, chronicles the brutal Osage murders of 1920s Oklahoma and the early days of the FBI. It also marks a reunion for stars Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro, who have worked together before but never in a Scorsese film. De Niro plays imposing Oklahoma businessman William Hale the self-proclaimed King of the Osage, and DiCaprio stars as his loyal nephew, Ernest Burkhart. We have a clip here of the pair together scheming about a contract killing gone wrong. This supposed to be a suicide, you dumb bell. You didn't kill him to leave the gun. I don't know why I told him to leave the gun. I told, told him, exactly. him to leave the gun. Just like you what told him, kid. I don't know why he didn't. I don't know why. I told him just like you told him. You told him to do it in the front of the head, and why did you do it in the back of the head? It's so simple. The front is the front, the back is the back. He has to make it look like he done it himself. It just looks like murder. It's not supposed to be that way. You hear? I told him the front of the head. I said the front of the head, just like this, just like you told me. I, I promise you. I promise you. I swear on my children. No, 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 no. I don't swear on my children, King. Sit on it. Sit, sit, sit. And don't swear on your children. Makes you look foolish. Well, I ain't. I ain't foolish because I done it. Truly an incredible film. By the way, it's a bit long, uh, almost three and a half hours, but it is worth every minute. The film also stars Lily Gladstone as Ernest's wife, Molly Burkhart, and Jesse Plemons as FBI lawman Tom White. You can catch Killers of the Flower Moon in theaters now. And finally this weekend, the answer to our trivia question. On which series did Garrett Dillahunt's character kill Keith Carradine's? Was it The Wire, Fargo, or Deadwood? Carradine's Wild Bill Hickok was shot down by Dillahunt's Jack McCall on Deadwood. McCall wouldn't last long on the show after that, though, popping up only briefly after his trial. But Dillahunt would last longer than his character, or at least longer than his first character. Dillahunt was cast on the show again as the geologist Francis Walcott later in the series' run. 
And that is it for our show this weekend. We will have more news and must-see picks for you on Monday, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening and have a great weekend. This episode of What to Watch was written by Dustin Nelson, Devin Kogan, Dalton Ross, Oliver Gattel, and EW staff. Edited by Sammy Junio. Produced by Ashley Boucher and Alamin Johannes. And hosted and produced by Jared Hall. One, two, three.